What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Keeping It Real podcast. I'm your host, Allison Carnes. Man, I tell you what, it has been a it's been a struggle this week. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I know probably many of you probably had a struggle this week as well. But I'm here to encourage you that at the end of the struggle is victory, and that God promised He'll be with you every step of the way. So be encouraged. Keep your head up. It's all gonna get better. Let's go ahead and get into it. This podcast. It's called Runs in the Family. How many of you deal with the same things your parents or grandparents have dealt with or deal with, whether it be emotional, mental, physical health, among many other things? How many people know that generational curses are a choice? Some people think they're stuck in in a cycle because of generational issues that's been passed down. How many times have you heard, it's just in my genes? Or maybe, my dad always done it. Or my mom dealt with it. How about, like father, like son. Like mother, like daughter. Do you know that generational curses can be broken? Or generational blessings can be handed forward? So what does the Bible say about generational blessings and cursings? Proverbs 16.33, this is the New King James Version, says, The lot is cast into the lap, but it's every decision decision is from the Lord. In NLT it says, We may throw the dice, but the Lord determines how it lands. Proverbs, Proverbs in the Bible is full of wisdom about generational blessings and cursings. Proverbs 20, verse 7 says, The godly walk with integrity. Blessed are their children who follow them. Proverbs 22, verse 6 says, Direct your children onto the right path, and when they are older, they will not leave it. I've witnessed in my own family people who have broken generational curses and people that's passed forward generational blessings as well whether it's been anxiety and depression or drinking. I have a funny story, okay? My great-grandpa Roy, who I called Papa, told me, and he, he's gone now, so this has been a while back, but he was very—he was a very godly man. I know you've probably heard me talk about him in the past, and uh, he really believed in the power of prayer. And I believe his prayers, even now, have lasted from generation to generation. Cursings aren't the only thing that carries over. Godliness does as well. He told me that there was this fellow he knew who told him, and I'm paraphrasing, he said, your daddy drank and you will too. And and Papa told him he wouldn't do it. And he was bragging to me in his... uh, old school, small town, southern lingo, he said, and I ain't done it. <laughs> what he meant by that was he never he never drank, ever. Even though that guy tried to speak that over him, well, your dad did it and so will you. He told him I ain't going to do it. And he said, and I ain't done it. <laughs> and I can speak personally of generational blessings and cursings myself. 
generational cursings and blessings are absolutely real and can attach themselves to you. On my dad's side of the family, his grandmother and dad dealt with anxiety and depression. It's something my dad has dealt with and even I have dealt with. But here's the thing that's amazing about generational cursings and blessings. I have seen my dad growing up humble himself before God, pray, and break these generational curses more and more every day over the years. He has set a standard for me and my sister showing that it's a choice and you can break generational curses. Now, is it something me and my dad still deal with from time to time? Absolutely. I've dealt with it even this week. Not the depression, but the anxiety. But I'm here to proclaim to you that God is good and He will keep His promises and help you break the chains of generational curses if you trust Him. He has been doing that, doing it for my dad. He has been doing it for me. And I'm trusting He will continue to. My dad has been an example for me of the power of God to change the course of generational cursings and the blessings and how to fight against them. I want to encourage you to do the same today. If you are a parent who has these issues in your family, you have the power through God to change the course and lay the foundation for your family forever. You might be able to be an example to your family to turn around the next generations and show them how to overcome. Granted, I'm still trying to learn myself how to overcome through my dad's example, my papa's example, and others' examples. This passage I'm fixing to read is a little long. So please bear with me, but you'll be amazed at sometimes the things you read in the Bible that you don't even know is there. In Ezekiel, God was talking to Ezekiel, and he said in chapter 18, verses 19 to 32, What, you ask, doesn't the child pay for the parent's sins? No, for if the child does what is just and right and keeps my decrees, that child will surely live. The person who sins is the one who will die. The child will not be punished for the parent's sins, and the parent will not be punished for the child's sins. Righteous people will be rewarded for their own righteous behavior, and wicked people will be punished for their own wickedness. But if wicked people turn away from all their sins and begin to obey my decrees and do what is just and right, they will surely live and not die. All their past sins will be forgotten, and they will live because of the righteous things they have done. Do you think that I like to see wicked people die? says the Sovereign Lord. Of course not. I want them to turn from their wicked ways and live. However, if righteous people turn from their righteous behavior and start doing sinful things and act like other sinners, should they be allowed to live? No, of course not. All their righteous acts will be forgotten, and they will die for their sins. Yet you say the Lord isn't doing what's right. Listen to me, O people of Israel. Am I the one not doing what's right, or is it you? When righteous people turn from their righteous behavior and start doing sinful things, they will die for it. Yes, they will die because of their sinful deeds. And if wicked people turn from their wickedness, obey the law, and do what is just and right, they will save their lives. They will live because they thought it over and decided to turn from their sins. Such people will not die. And yet the people of Israel keep saying, The Lord isn't doing what's right. O people of Israel, it is you who are not doing what's right, not I. Therefore, I will judge each of you, O people of Israel, according to your actions, says the Sovereign Lord. Repent and turn from your sins. Don't let them destroy you. 
Put all of your rebellion behind you and find yourself a new heart and a new spirit. For why should you die, O people of Israel? I don't want you to die, says the sovereign Lord. Turn back and live. Basically, in a nutshell, what God was saying here is generational blessings and cursings are really a choice. Just because a parent lives a sinful lifestyle doesn't mean that the sins of the parent is going to fall on their child. Same for blessings. Somebody can be a very godly man or woman and and their kids end up turning from that lifestyle that was laid out before them and going living their own way. It's a choice. Each each and every person has a choice in their life and their life to follow that same path or walk away from it altogether. If you put if we put our complete trust in God, we can change the course of our lives through him forever, not only for us but for the next generation. Sometimes we've been dealt a bad card in life, but what what you choose to do with that card is your choice. If you trust the Lord, God will turn your bad cards into an upper hand. You can use these things you deal with or have overcome to help the next generation or even other people outside of your family who need someone to be to understand and be sympathetic. An important thing to remember as well, generational cursings and blessings can also be spiritual. What the devil has meant for evil, God can turn right around for good. It was because of generational blessings that Jesus came through the blessing God gave to Abraham because of his faith. Let me tell you what's been a problem in our nation as a side note. And I'm going to get on my soapbox here a minute. There is a responsibility on the parents to lead their kids into godliness and break the chains in their lives as they are growing up. Conversely, there's also a responsibility on the kids to honor their father and mother and allow it. Proverbs 6, 20-23 says, My son, obey your father's commands and don't neglect your mother's instruction. Keep their words always in your heart. Tie them around your neck when you walk. When you walk, their counsel will lead you. When you sleep, they will protect you. When you wake up, they will advise you. For their command is a lamp and their instruction a light. Their corrective discipline is the way of life. But if we're not careful, and I don't have any kids, but if if we're not careful, it can also be a way of death if we don't lead our kids in the right direction and be what they what they need. It, we're not being that godly example unto them. I was very fortunate growing up to have parents like this that I just read that was had wisdom and godliness that I could model my life after and and show me how to overcome generational things. The greatest way to train up godly men and women isn't school, it isn't work, it isn't a system or a program. And I'm going to go a little further here. It's not even church sometimes. The greatest way is through family. Family is a powerful gift of God, and to break that and forsake that will do more damage than you know. God has made family one of the most powerful ministries a person can perform if they allow God to use it and be at the center of it. 
Psalms 103, 17 and 18 says, But the love of the Lord remains forever with those who fear Him. His salvation extends to the children's children of those who are faithful to His covenant, of those who obey His commandments. His salvation extends to the children's children of those who are faithful to His covenant, of those who obey His commandments. I just wanted to reiterate that. I've said all this to say that generational cursings and blessings are very much so real. And they can and will attach themselves to you. Will you choose to follow them, good or bad? You have a choice to make, and the power and the power through God to break generational cursing and establish blessings for you and your family and kids and their kids and overcome and find victory through God. What generational curses and scars have you been left with? Maybe you've had a bless, blessings. Take some time to thank those who have paved the way for you. Because trust me, they probably come through some rough stuff to establish that for you and your kids and on down. Let's not allow curses to be stronger, but let's overcome through God. How do we do this? Well, I'll be honest, there isn't necessarily a black or white answer to this question. What I can tell you is trust in God, pray, dig in His Word, and ask God to show you how you can overcome whatever it is. Because there may be different means of overcoming those generational blessings, or cursings, excuse me. There may be different means to overcoming those generational curses, but they're all given by God. And you need to seek God for them. You can't it say if it's um, say if it's a mental thing, anxiety, depression, whatever. You can't seek the same means of overcoming as if your family's dealing with drug addiction or alcoholism. It's it's different, but it still comes from God if you trust Him and if you seek after Him through prayer, through maybe fasting through reading his word. And hey, don't don't ever feel alone. Cuz my family's been through it. I've seen it in many I've seen it many many times through not only my family but people who are very close to me. I've But just because many people go through it and have been through it doesn't mean you're just a number either. God really cares about you and wants you to be blessed. You're not just a number to him, but someone who is special and whom really whom whom he really desires the best for. Remember today, God loves you very much and you are the apple of his eye. Going back to that very first passage of scripture we read, I'm going to read the NLT version, Proverbs 16:33. We may throw the dice, but the Lord determines how they fall. Be encouraged today. Seek after God, because God can help you through generational curses and generational problems and issues. If, if there's generational blessings, hold tightly to those things and walk in the counsel of wisdom that was handed down through that. God, I pray that you would touch each and every person listening today, including myself, because I'm preaching myself more than anyone. 
Help us, Lord, just to seek godly counsel from those before us who have overcome. And God, help us to pave the way for the next generations that they might be blessed and they might be set free and overcome and not have to deal with the same things that we have gone through. God, I love you, Lord. I pray for each and every person that's dealing with these things today. Help them to know that they can be overcomers through God. Help them to know that we're not fighting against just flesh and blood enemies. We're fighting and waging war because the devil walks around like a lion seeking whom he may devour. But all he is is a roaring lion. He's not a biting lion. He's not a scratching lion. He's not a... It says, whom he may devour. He's just a roaring lion. He's just talk. God, I pray that we would just learn to tell him to shut his mouth. God, help us today. Pray that somebody would be encouraged today to know that they are overcomers through God. I love you, Lord. Touch us, be with us, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you guys for listening and tuning in. Be encouraged today. And I pray that you have a great week. And hey, let's keep it real, guys.